All right, Fritz Berger, bloodandfaith.com. It's uh, Thanksgiving Day, 2023. I read a little snippet by Mike. He uh, he does a, uh, a gray zone intel, forwardobserver.com. Uh, I forget his last name, but he's uh, he's a guy I follow every once in a while. And he uh, expressed pessimism about whether or not we're going to be able to preserve liberty in America. And he did that not because... Uh, there's not a, a, a group of men on the right that are willing to defend themselves and defend their families and defend their blood and defend their freedom and have all the right thoughts and have all the right ideas because indeed there is. There's a deep reserve of that. But he says at the end of the day, what matters is ideas. And, and uh, it was good to read this. He said what matters at the end of the day is the overwhelming press of ideas. And when you have the overwhelming press of ideas, you have... you. You recruit people to your cause and you have the overwhelming press of numbers. And when you have the overwhelming press of numbers, it doesn't matter how bad, how good, how armed, how dangerous a small minority of people may be on the other side. And he said essentially that we're losing the ideological war. We're losing the, the press of numbers. We've lost the press of the tidal wave of, of the human population as far as uh, liberty-minded people in America. And he says that's the, that's the dangerous part of, of our position right now. Uh, we may have good men, we have smart men, we have trained men, we have equipped men, we have uh, uh, little nodes here and there. But then there's the overwhelming ideological wave that washes over the human masses in America. And that overwhelming wave of humanity will outnumber the training, the timing, the tools, the timber, the tenor of everybody on the liberty-minded right. And I can't disagree with that. And it reminds me of what my struggle is, is. My struggle is to indeed recruit. My uh, portion in this realm of liberty, my portion in this realm of evangelism, and it is evangelism. It's Matthew 28, 18 through 20. My goal is to stir up and awaken the church and the white race. And there's a, there's a deep overlap there, or there should be a deep overlap. I did a post this morning. I talked about the Bible and Europeans. Christ and whites. And I listed a number of scriptures there. And this will be offensive to some people. It'll be offensive to the Jews. And that's fine. Let the Jews be offended. May the Jews always be offended. And I've said this before. If the Jews aren't offended in what you say, then you've been trained You've been uh, uh, brainwashed and you've submitted yourself, literally submitted yourself to the Antichrist that currently rules the world today. Stop waiting for it to come. It's here. Look at 1 John chapter 2, verse 22. Look at the definition of Antichrist and compare that to who the people who call themselves Jews already are. I disagree fundamentally with the vast majority of my evangelical brethren disagree fundamentally and I think Jesus Christ does too it's very clear he, he, he talked to a group of people who called themselves Jews 
Bible identifies them as Jews. They call themselves Jews. And Jesus said, he said, listen, you are of your father, the devil. So you can take all your Isaiah's and all your Jeremiah's and all your, all your, whatever you've got. And I would say that Jesus Christ has a more clear understanding of what the prophet said than you and I will ever say. So I'm relying upon Jesus Christ when I say this. And when he looks at the Jews and he says, you have of your father, the devil, maybe you ought to go back and reinterpret what Jeremiah said, what Isaiah said, what Daniel said, what Elijah, all, all the prophets. If, if you're trying to bolster and buck up and, and support those people who call themselves Jews, when Jesus Christ literally looked him in the face and said, your father's the devil. And again, he doubles down that. He repeats that. Some Christians say, oh, that was just because Jesus was mad at him and they were trying to kill him. And, you know, that was just for a period of time. Really? Okay. So now you've got a real theological problem. Now what you're saying is that, that the scriptures are not eternal. You're saying the scriptures are not forever. You're saying the scriptures were just, you know, they're historically, uh, we need to historically contextualize them and say, well, this only applied during that time. This only applied at the time of Jesus Christ. This only applied 2,000 years ago. And he didn't really mean that. What he really meant is that I love you and you're God's chosen people and, and, and whoever supports you supports me. And if you don't support you, they don't support me. And they go down this rabbit hole. Jesus Christ repeated what he said in John chapter 8 in the second chapter of Revelation and again, in the third chapter of Revelation, when he's writing letters to the European church, the European Christian church. Do you realize there's no epistles written to any church in Jerusalem? Do you realize there's no epistles to any church in, 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 uh, in uh, the land of Judea? Do you realize there's no epistles written to any church in Africa or China or Mongolia? Every single epistle written in the Bible is to a European church. Thessalonica, Rome, Corinth, Galatia. And he's writing to these European churches, Christian churches, and he says the Jews, these people that call themselves Jews, he says, first of all, they're not Jews, they're liars, and they're of the synagogue of Satan. I suggest you and I get on the same page as Jesus Christ. Anyway, go to bloodandfaith.com. Read that article there. King David was a white man. It says he was ruddy and he had beautiful eyes. His eyes were di different and distinguished from that of the vast majority of humanity. And there's only one group of people that has ruddy skin. S skin is ruddy when it can flush. You can, you can, you can blush. It's flushed with blood. And, and, and you have rosy cheeks. Mary was a descendant of David all the way back. She was a descendant of David. What does that tell you about Jesus Christ? <clears throat> and I list something, I list something in the Song of Solomon about the whiteness and in lamentations about the whiteness of God's people who then turned their skin black due to uh, famine and literally starvation and cannibalism. It's not because their skin was dark, their skin was white until they got under the curse and then they, they go into starvation and cannibalism and their skin turns black, which is what happens. And this, in, this, in this posting I have up there, it talks about the interest that Jesus Christ has in the European man. Talks about how when the Greeks came up, they came up to, to the disciples and said, we want to see Jesus. Greeks, who are the Greeks? They're Europeans. 
They're Europeans. They said, we want to see Jesus. We want to see Jesus. What's Jesus' response? He said, okay, now it's time. Now it's time. These are my brethren. These are my European brethren. Now it's time for the Son of Man to be glorified. How? It's going to be glorified in His people, in His people as the Greeks convert to Jesus Christ. The Jews knew this. The evil, wicked Jews, the demon-possessed, Satan-worshipping Jews knew this. Jesus told them, He says, where I'm going, you cannot come. They're like, well, where is He going? He's not going to go to the dispersion, is He? What's the dispersion? The dispersion of the 12 tribes. James 1 says, to the 12 tribes dispersed abroad, dispersed among the nations. Where did these 12 tribes go? They went to Europe. They went to Europe. They went to Europe. They went to Europe. The Jews testify about this. The Jews say, where, where are you going that, that, that we can't follow? He's not going to the dispersion among the Greeks to teach the Greeks, is he? They prophesied what was going to happen. Jesus Christ goes to the European peoples. And the European peoples are converted to Jesus Christ. This all ties back to uh, a, a mic at Forward Observer. How do you get a tide of people on our side? How do you get a tide of people rising up and, and self-identifying as, as, you know what? We are important. We're not going to hate ourselves anymore. The whites have been taught by the Jews to hate themselves. The whites have been taught by the Jews to hate themselves. The whites have been taught by these false Jews of the synagogue of Satan to hate their own race. Why? Because they are of Satan's synagogue, and we are the sons and daughters of Christendom. Fact. Fact, fact, fact. This is why the Jews hate the white race. Because we are the sons and daughters of Christendom. Our people, the European people, become Christendom. Jesus said to the Jews, He says, if you were real Jews, He says this in John chapter 8, He says, if you were the real Jews, He said, you would love me. But you don't. Instead, you're of your father, the devil who was a liar and a murderer from the very beginning. The hatred towards the white race comes out of the seed of the serpent. Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. It's manifested in the life of Jesus Christ where He's a son of David who had ruddy skin and beautiful eyes. A deep hatred. And the Jews said, where's this guy going that, that we can't follow him? He's not going to go teach the Europeans, is he? Teach the Greeks, is he? There are no epistles written to the church in Jerusalem. There are no epistles written to peoples in Arabia, peoples in Egypt, peoples in Africa peoples in Mongolia, peoples in China. When the Bible talks about Asia in the book of Acts, it's talking about Asia Minor, which was a European land at that time. It was a European people in a European land at that time. The, the book, the epistle to the Gauls, 
to the Galatians. They're literally their Gauls. It was a colony of people from northern France and what is now Belgium. They were Gauls. And they converted to Jesus Christ. When the Bible talks about Asia, it's, it's talking about Asia Minor. It's talking about Anatolia. Anatolia were European colonies of the Greeks and the Romans that convert to Jesus Christ. They convert to Jesus Christ. Every epistle is written to a European, European church. And then you get to the book of Revelation. There is no letter to any church other than a European church. None. They're all written to European churches. Every one of them. Jesus Christ, when he rose from the dead, he stopped speaking any Semitic language. No more Semitism for him. No more languages of the sons of Shem. There's no more Hebrew. There's no more Aramaic. He speaks Greek. He speaks Greek directly in Revelation chapter 1 and later on in Revelation maybe 21, 22. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. These are Greek letters. These are Greek words. I'm the origin and source of all things. I'm the purpose and destiny of all things. He says it in a European tongue. He says it in Greek. The flag of Greece still has the cross of Jesus Christ on it. The flag of the country of Greece still has the cross of Jesus Christ on it. There's a reason for this. The flag of your ancestors, most likely if you're listening to this, have the cross of Jesus Christ on it. England, Scotland, Sweden, Norway, the Russian military flags. I've talked at length here at Blood and Faith on how the Spanish race, the race of Spaniards are the ones that defended Europe from the invasion of the African and the Muslim. At length, they spent seven centuries doing that. Are you ready for seven centuries of reconquering our land? Are you ready for 700 years of reconquering Europe from the invader and driving them out and returning that to the land of Jesus Christ? Are you ready for that? Are you ready to fight for New Zealand and Australia and Southern Africa and North America to drive out the invader, the Muslim, the Jew? The Spaniards did. The Spaniards did. God rewarded the Spaniards. He says, you know what? I'm going to give you the new world. And they went over to the new world and they converted pagan peoples to Jesus Christ. Now, I have a PhD in Latin American history. I got my PhD in this stuff. And I will tell you flat out how the whites are demonized over and over and over by Jewish professors for converting the pagans to Jesus Christ. And it's filtered down, it's filtered down, filtered down. You teach it at grade school now. Oh, we should reject Columbus Day. Every native of the Western Hemisphere should bow down and grovel and thank God for Christopher Columbus who brought the gospel of Jesus Christ to their ancestors. They should thank God for Columbus who converted their ancestors from demon worship to the worship of Jesus Christ. It's these evil people, these evil Jews who call themselves, you're not even Jews at all, they're not Jews, who come and lie and twist in your universities and in your politics and in your press and in your movies to demonize the white race, the race of Christendom. 
Back to Mike Shelby, Forward Observer. We're going to have to reach down very, very deeply into the guts of who we are as a race, as a people. And I know that scares people. I know that bothers people, bothers white people. Because for all your life, all your life, you've been told to hate yourself. All your life, you've been told that you're the oppressor. All your life, you've been told that you're no good. All your life, you've been told that every other race and ethnic group can have their own racial identity, but you can't because you're white. Who spawned that? Who spawned that evil idea? The Jew. Oh, Fritz, you're anti-Semitic. So is Jesus Christ. And if you're not anti-Semitic, get on board. John 8, 44, you were of your father, the devil, Jesus Christ said to the people that call themselves Jews and the people that call themselves Jews, they're not even descendants of Israel. I'm not talking, I'm not stopping talking about this stuff. I'm not stopping. I'm not going to quit talking about this stuff. I'm not. I will never stop talking about this. This is the heart of the evil that's coming against the white race and the Christian race. Oh, you can't say that. You, that's racist, sexist, and homophobic, and xenophobic, and anti-Semitic. White man and church, why do you have more respect for Satan's rules than literally the law of Jesus Christ? It was Jesus Christ that gave Moses the Ten Commandments. It was Jesus Christ that gave Moses the Ten Commandments. It wasn't any other God. It was Jesus Christ. Moses spoke with the Lord face to face as a man speaks with his friend. Jesus Christ said, no man has seen the Father. Who did Moses talk to? He talked to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ handed him the Ten Commandments. The fifth commandment is you honor your ancestors. You do not have the right to call your ancestors evil names. You do not have that right. God did not give you that right. You're listening to Satan's rule. You're li listening to Satan's rule when he says your ancestors were racist and anti-Semitic. That's Satan. That's the seed of the serpent. They lie and they kill and they destroy. And the, and the goal of these people who call themselves Jews is the genocide of the white race. Wake up, man. Wake up. They say it themselves in their own words. They say it themselves in their own literature. They say it themselves in, in everything they do. And they brag about it and they boast about it. And it's open and they've convinced a good portion of the white race that, that we ought to be genocided. You want to you be a rebel? You want to be a rebel? You want to be different? You want to go against the flow? Well, support thy white Christian ancestors. Support your ancestors. Obey the fifth commandment. It's the European peoples. It's the European peoples that converted to Jesus Christ. This is why the Jews want to destroy the white race. They're literally the seed of the serpent for Genesis 3.15. Jesus Christ confirms that. He says, you are of your father, the devil. He says it again in Revelation. He says, you are liars. You're not even real Jews. You're Satan's own synagogue. They fit the exact description of the Antichrist. In 1 John 2, 22, 1 John 4, 2 John verse 7. Go read them. I've listed them a hundred times. Bible's right there for you. All this is in the Bible. All this is in the Bible. If we're going to have any sense whatsoever of liberty, it will be liberty under our God, Jesus Christ. And we're going to have to do things different than the devil. Oh, I know. We're all Americans. We're all Americans. We're all Americans. No, we're not. That's just uh, America is a false concept. 
It's a false nation. It's a false idea used to deceive people and get people to submit to their antichrist rulers. Oh, you can't mix church and state. We're a nation of immigrants. And they come out and they throw out these lies and these lies and these lies. And it's a cover to extinguish the white and Christian race. Wake up. It's hard. I know it's hard. Because you've got to reject everything you've been taught in your schools and probably in your churches. Probably in your churches too. Because they grovel, the churches literally grovel before the Antichrist. The Antichrist is not coming. The beast is not coming. The beast and the Antichrist are here. They work hand in glove. They work hand in glove, baby. You go read the, the Bible, Daniel and Revelation, the beasts are empires. And you got the whore that rides the beast, the false wife, the false chosen one. Pouring out the blood of the saints. The great genocides in Europe are, are advocated by, propagated by, in the Soviet Union, in the Holodomor, by people who call themselves Jews. Wake up. This is a race war. And if the whites are going to win, we're going to have to dig down. We're going to have to reject a lot of the presuppositions that the Christian, that the Judeo-Christian church has put on us. We are not Judeo-Christians. Judeo is Antichrist. Judaism is Antichrist. We're Christians. We're not Judeo-anything. The Jews are Antichrist. Judeo-Christian is Antichrist-Christian. They're not real Jews, says Jesus Christ. So we get down and we sort this out and you get an awakening amongst the white race that, that we need to return to honoring our ancestors and honoring the God of our ancestors and looking at men like King David with beautiful eyes and ruddy skin. The son of David, Jesus Christ, whose father, by the way, was not a Jew. People forget this. The church forgets this. The father of Jesus Christ was in no way censored purpose whatsoever a Jew. Who was the father of Jesus Christ? It's God the Father. When this message gets into the pulpits, it's going to cause a firestorm. Jews are going to lose their nut because they've got us convinced. They've got the Christians convinced that they're not Christians but Judeo-Christians. They've got the Christians convinced that the Antichrist really are the people of God. They've got the Christians convinced that, that white people can't honor their ancestors. They've got the Christians convinced that, that we cannot obey the fifth commandment. By the way, that's a, that's a project that's gone on for 2,000 years. Jesus Christ and the Jews went head to head over the fifth commandment in Matthew chapter 15, 2,000 years ago. Jews come up, they wanted to talk about washing the hands. And Jesus says, no, 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 we're not talking about washing the hands. We're talking about loyalties. And Jesus Christ emphasized racial loyalty. He said, you honor your father and mother, and if you, and if you speak evil of them, if you call them racist or anti-Semitic, you ought to be put to death, said Jesus Christ. And he told the Jews, what you're trying to do is, is subvert the loyalty to one's race, to some other false idol, to some other false icon, to some other false loyalty, to some other false authority. Church has done this too. Oh, you know, listen to your pastor. How about listen to your dad? 
How about listen to your father? How about listen to your ancestors? Church says, oh, no, no, they, they don't matter. They're not Christian, blah, blah, blah. Jesus said, no, fifth commandment. Fifth commandment is from Jesus Christ. I have staked my life on the principle, on the vision, on the desire to wake up the white race and return us to our God, Jesus Christ. Fritzberger and bloodandfaith.com.